stone and stone and stone and stone to eat us like help me, help me 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 to eat us like help me, help me. Hey everyone, it's officially legit. Episode 77, lucky number 7. Imagine that. Right, twice. So you're lucky and I'm lucky. Oh, each of us gets a 7, that's nice. Exactly, we each get a 7. Does your sweater say, wow, that's crazy? Yeah, shout out to Wale. This is Wale's album. You know know the vibes, make sure you go stream that. Oh, I thought it was a reference to that video that's like, wow, oh my god. Oh, no, that, doesn't he say that's crazy? <laughs> no, he just says, oh my god. Yeah, no, no, this is this is Wale's hoodie. Wale's uh, tour hoodie. Well, now I want a sweater that references that, oh my god, video. <laughs> what were you saying? Right. Sorry. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But, um... Yeah, wow, that's crazy. We made it to 77 episodes. Perfect. That's, that's wild. That's wild. But, um, yeah, I guess I'll start with my intros. Go for it. You already know it's your boy Wilson, a.k.a. I have three friends that went to three other festivals this weekend. And they all tell me that Rolling Loud is still superior. No surprise there. A.k.a. Fellas. I don't know who needs to hear this. But just remember that you are allowed to move on without her. AKA, Pokemon Sword of Shield is about to come out. Don't speak to me if you're not picking Score Bunny as your starter. AKA, you really do learn a lot about somebody by the way they act with others. AKA, Tame Impala is about to drop an album soon and I am ready to get back on my sad boy shit. And this is Kat, AKA, I did it. I wore a beret in public and didn't take it off, aka yarn artist or a yarnist. Find out on Friday at the Mize Gallery, aka The Shining. Why didn't anyone warn me about the dog scene? aka <laughs> Still not drinking enough water, aka Filipina Colada. Yeah, the dog scene in The Shining really fucked you up. It just showed, it was just a tiny little clip. At the end, what the hell? Uh, and then it led me down a rabbit hole of just researching Reddit threads about what that dog dog costume blowjobs he was about. Yeah. <laughs> was not expecting it. Was not prepared. Was totally prepared to see someone get chopped up into little pieces, but not prepared for for that. Nope. Yeah, also, that, it's, yeah, it was a person there's like as a dog. Multiple, there's multiple rabbit holes that you could fall through in that movie. Like, like just the significance, the significance of a lot of different scenes in that movie, and how they correlate to a lot of different shit that has nothing to do with the movie is kind of crazy. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick is a genius. He is a genius. Um, He's up there to me on directors that have either barely any misses or like all just great movies you know what i mean what are some other 
movies that he's made. Let's see. Uh, let's find out. Oh, okay. Let's find Clockwork out. <laughs> Orange, 2001 A Space Odyssey, Eyes Slapper. Wide Shut, Slapper. Full slappers. Metal Jacket, Doctor Strangelove, yep. Lolita, uh, other ones that I haven't heard of. Spartacus. Clockwork Orange and Eyes Wide Shut are, and Full Metal Jacket, are all top tier movies. Eyes Wide Shut is the one with the weird sex parties, right? Yeah, with Tom Cruise and what's her face? Yeah. Nicole Kidman. Was that Nicole Kidman? Yeah. Yeah, Ugh, I hate masks. I'm Google imaging it right now. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Do they have, do they do it in the masks? I hate that. Yeah. I hate the idea of that. That's yeah, awful. that's not my thing either. That's like, that's only one step away from being a furry. Right. Oh my gosh, The Shining basically had a furry in it. Mm-hmm. Nothing against furries. If you're into that, I mean, mm. nothing against you. You got a mm. cult community. I, I learned that there's, there's furries, like, like there's furries, yeah. like, all around us, and we don't even know it. Like, it's a very common thing. Really? Yeah, being a furry is very common apparently. <clears throat> they should remember, have that. Uh, they should have that thing that's like, how many furries are around you, and then it shows all the hot spots in your neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, I know that it's not all this about. Isn't, sex. This isn't like. Huh? This isn't like a sex offender list, or you know, like <laughs> you could look up. Where I didn't at. say it. <laughs> like, I didn't say that. You said it. Well, you kind of implied it. I mean, it's too hot. It's too hot in Florida to be a furry. It's too much humidity. Right. I don't trust anyone that can. Hopefully, we don't have furry listeners that we just lost. <laughs> I'm all right with that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've watched one of those strange addiction videos about furries or something like that. You know what? Mm-hmm. Do you? It's fine. Yeah. Just don't. Just mentally prepare myself. Just let me mentally prepare myself if I'm about to see a furry, you know, go down on someone. That's all I ask. Because <laughs> that's what happened to me at the, on the when I was watching The Shining on Halloween. Sorry, sorry, spoiler alert, but the movie has been out for a while. I mean, you can't spoiler alert something that's been out for like forty years. To be honest, I'd be uh, kind of pissed if someone spoiled, well, spoiled that movie for me, except for the dog costume BJ scene. So, actually, I'm doing everyone a favor right now, so just be prepared. Mm-hmm. I think Eyes Wide Shut yeah, might be I, my I, next I, movie to watch. Eyes Wide Shut is good. I think it's still on Netflix, actually. Oh. Um, I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix, but... Yeah, it's really good. Clockwork Orange is, is really fucked up, but it's also pretty good, too. I read the entire Wikipedia article for that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's not something I recommend watching with, like, your mom. One time on Good Friday, <laughs> um, it was Good Friday, I was in high school, uh, the whole family had decided to watch, uh, um, what's, what's the one that's like, you're, my wife... No, huh? yeah, you know the movie, the My Wife movie? <laughs> You're literally saying two words. How? What? You know the very famous movie, like, oh my gosh. My Wife. <laughs> Don't make me say it again. 
Stop saying that. <laughs> like, I didn't say something else that's going to help me figure this out. He's also the person that made Bruno. Oh, Borat. Borat. We watched Borat on Good Friday. With your mom? With my mom and my dad. Right before uh, see, going different. to mass. Borat is like, it's like comedy. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like gruesome comedy. But like, Clockwork Orange is something else. I remember I felt dirty watching that by myself. The first time I watched it. I felt dirty like just a, reading like a the snuff Wikipedia film. article. Yeah, it's like a snuff film. It's really crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't snuff films like the type of movies where like like really violent, like people will like actually cut off their arm and record it? It just it felt it felt like it was like legit, like not acting. Like the way <gasps> that they were doing it. Yeah. Oh, you lie! Like it's not on Netflix. Oh, uh, they must have just took it off then. Uh, it's on Amazon though for two nine nine. I'll it's buy it. Movie. I'll pay for it. It's a good movie. Um, a lot of twists and turns in that movie. You don't see coming. Ha! Wow. Coming. <laughs> you don't see coming. Ha! <laughs> Sorry, that's my one zigger. Um, all right. So yeah. <laughs> um, the Shining was really good, but we're gonna review stuff. Yeah, bit, yeah, we have a lot of stuff to review, which we'll get into in a little bit. Joker, fantastic mm-hmm. movie, and BoJack Horseman, the latest season that just got the out. First, the first part of the latest. The season. first, the first part of the last final season. We're going to reviewing yeah. those. But first, um, Wilson, what what did you have going on this week? Past couple weeks. Um yeah, the past couple weeks. Uh honestly, I've been in full recovery mode. Um we <clears throat> since we had to cancel the show in Hong Kong, um, it alleviated like a lot of the work that I have. But to be honest, like I am gearing up for LA. I'm booking Australia and Miami right next year. And holy shit, it feels I'm so relieved that Hong Kong didn't happen because I would have probably I would have would have probably jumped off my balcony with all the work that I have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just without just without Hong Kong. So like um yeah, although I'm very proud of how well I've handled the amount of work for five festivals this year. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that it wasn't six because that would have probably tipped me over the edge. Um, Call of Duty came out and, like, you know, that was a, it's the first game that actually took some time away from Fortnite for me. So it's actually a pretty good game. Um it's cross platform, so anybody on any any like system can play with each other or on PC. Um, I didn't really do much cat. I literally just worked this whole time. I um. You didn't even do it. Did you watch um, any scary movies on Halloween? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I did. I did watch something. What about your really tradition? Scary. What about your tradition of watching a scary movie every day? It didn't fall through. It didn't fall through. I became too tired. And I, just, I would fall asleep. Wow. 
Yeah. And then you fall through. It's um, a, this this spooky season wasn't very spooky. It wasn't. I it didn't feel. Admit. It didn't feel. It didn't feel legit. Like, I don't know what it was. I don't know. Um, I feel like I tried a little bit, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh my god, Lux is sneezing. Lux, why are you I sneezing? Hear that. <laughs> oh my god, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? All right, she's okay. So sad. In case you didn't like, know, guys, that's how that's how a cat sneezes. Yeah, you heard. You were able to hear that. Yeah, of course. Oh my goodness, that was like six sneezes in a row. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of yarn dust. <laughs> so um, <laughs> but yeah, spooky season. Unfortunately, so- I I it was very low key. Very like the most low key. Uh huh. So the only the only actual like notable thing that I did was like on Friday, um, I had like some busy work to do right and um like emails and shit like that, mm-hmm. and uh, at the same time I had uh, a friend that was in town that wanted to like have drinks and shit you know what I mean, but mm-hmm. I told her like that I um. I, t- I actually flaked on her. I told her that, like, yeah, you know, it's fine. You know, just uh, if you come here, we can catch an Uber, go somewhere. So she came, and then the lobby person called me, and I acted like I wasn't home. Because I was just like, I got work to do, but I, I got to tell her, like, that I'm not here. You, you know what I mean? You had her come all the way to your apartment? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh I my know, god! It's a shitty thing to do. It's a shitty thing to do. Damn it, but Wilson! It's, is that worse? Is that worse than me letting her come upstairs and then telling her, "No, I can't." No, you should have texted her or something. Well, no, that's what I did. Like, so <laughs> I I told the front desk person that I'm not home, right? And then, like, immediately, like, I texted her. Was like, "Yo, uh, something came up with work. I'm sorry." I'll try to make it up at some point. Did she listen weekend. to this podcast? I don't know. I don't know. Well, hopefully. Exposed. Exposed, yeah. <laughs> exposed. I'm always exposing myself on this podcast. But, um. But I feel, instead, you, I feel like I've had to bail this week on stuff just because of how much stuff I've had to do. Mm-hmm. It's busy. Mm-hmm. I. Ended up just drinking by myself. and That's so sad. No, it's not. I mean, it's always, every now and then, like, it. honestly, this, this what I'm about to say sounds sad, right? Mm-hmm. But drinking by yourself and, like, with nobody else, like, clouding you with judgment or, like, comments about anything, it gives you, it gives you like, a, a time to just think about stuff. You know what I'm saying? Think about stuff and, like, it any any questions that you had in your mind about certain things like it just becomes like an obvious answer like damn why didn't i think about that you know what i mean can you give us an example (laughs) so like i I was i was stuck i was stuck on this like work-related thing right about about like this specific contract right 
and I didn't know how I feel about some of the stuff that was on the contract. And um, me getting drunk, just thinking, like zoned in by myself, was able to make, make me figure that out. So you're saying that you actually think better when you're drunk. When you're when you're focused by yourself and drunk, yeah. And and I like it, it helps you also like on on a person to person based thing. Like if you if you feel like some kind of way about somebody, you know what I mean? It oh, it's just answers. like it's making you more direct. Yeah. You don't have your, you don't, you, you, you focus it in on the eyes. intuition. Yeah, it opens your eyes a little bit more. You know what I mean? I recommend it to people. Like, like I, I don't know why people took, take, like, drinking as a thing to, like, just be social. It's also a way to be relaxed. Be at home, pour yourself a little glass. You know what I mean? Or 12 shots. Or 12 shots. I mean, yeah, I felt it. I felt it yesterday though. When Cat called me, I, I was miserable. <laughs> I was, I was miserable. Yeah, yeah that's another. You do? That's another level. Getting hung over by yourself too. Um, yeah. What did I do? Um, so it was a lot of. It's just a lot of work, man. I have an art. I have lots of really busy at. Um, at work, work, um, which is good because I, that means you want to be busy and not the opposite. And um, mm -hmm. outside of that, I also have an art show coming up on Friday, and I've had three months work on it, and I just started last week. So, is that the, the yarn show? Um, it's not a yarn show. It's called Sweater Weather, and basically oh. every every artist was given a wood canvas uh, shaped like a sweater, and you can do whatever you want with it. And well, they gave you the canvas ahead of time. Yeah, three months. That's ago. interesting. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying that's ago. interesting. I, I like normal. I didn't know that like people do that. That's fire. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had to pay for it. But, uh, okay. but like they got it made, so they like cut out a bunch, and then you pay like twenty dollars for it, and then I picked it up, and um, so yeah, I, I had this like I had this idea when I first picked it up, and I was going to I was gonna add like little wood planks to it to make little shelves mm -hmm. on the wood canvas, and then I was going to find little cat shaped trinkets to put on the shelves because I wanted it to be like a cat sweater. But it's mm -hmm. really hard to find little tiny cat statues. Apparently. <laughs> I thought it'd be easy if I went to Goodwill or like other thrift stores, but no. That's an... It's a hard... It's a hard... It's a hard search. They're just not as uh, abundant as I thought they would be. So, like... We a uh, week ago, I was like, "Oh shit, I have no idea what I'm gonna do," <laughs> and I have to, I have to put it, pull this thing together. Um, I haven't been able to get to it just because like work has been really busy, and um, I had that other art show, which by the way, I sold a piece at the Hoochie Hive show. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, it was very exciting, and like 
it was actually a show where I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to charge an appropriate amount for this. I'm not going to listen to the side that says that brings me down. And it worked. I sold something. So anywho, um, I finally thought of an idea and I'm actually Wait, hold taking, on, hold what? On, hold on. Is that something that like artists go through? That like voice in your head, like telling you what price you should make it? Is that that, like a real thing? I mean, I I go through it. I never, I definitely like don't charge enough. Apparently, according to other people, like Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. There's there's just this like part of my brain that's like. No, that's too much. Like, no, that's not good enough for that price. Come on. Um I don't know I don't know what it is, but um it's something that I'm fighting against. And I think I was successful this time and it worked out because I I sold a piece. And I was told before, like, if you don't sell if you charge too low, you're kinda of bringing everyone else down. I was like, oh, Sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's... uh, As a a talent buyer, that's Mm -hmm. kind of like how it is in the festival scene, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If... if I'm going to throw fake fake things, fake numbers out, right? Mm -hmm. If Playboy Cardi plays Coachella, right, for Mm $3,000, right, that brings his value down for every other festival going forward. You know what I mean? Like, no other festival... Will take him seriously enough to pay him a higher price. On the flip side, if if he plays the same festival for three hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? Then now it's like, well, you fuck you fuck the whole game up because now he won't take an offer less than that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like, what if no one hires you for that three hundred fifty thousand dollars? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Then at that point, you become Drake. Oh, yeah. Not three hundred fifty thousand is is not Drake's number, by the way. It's not. Okay. Let's be real. Yeah. So basically, you know, I'm basically a Playboy Cardi right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Faking Steve. I'm just using an example. Um, but yeah. So this, I decided to go with like yarn because it looks like a sweater. So I'm like taking individual individual strands of yarn and gluing them down to this sweater, this wooden sweater. And it is um, very, it's taken a while. <laughs> but I'm, I'm like sort of almost done with it. Piece by piece, I mean, it, strand it's, by strand. I can imagine just it's how much string tedious. you have to use. Yeah, it's very, it has, it's a very tedious process. And I'm like, Kat, why did you, like you know you only had a week to do this, why did he still decide to do to go with a very tedious method? But that's me. So, but I'm, I think I think it'll be awesome once it's finished. It should be awesome. Cool. It's something different, and I'm glad that I was able to get to try something new, and especially something that doesn't involve a computer because I'm on the computer all the time. So mm-hmm. that's happening on this Friday, um, and I'll be. You'll be able to see it like all month, every Saturday at the gallery for free. So you should come. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing, and I've been just doing like 
for Halloween, um, we just watched The Shining. Um, at work, I emceed a pumpkin painting contest, which is which was actually fun because I got to just like play music from the playlist and distract the people who were competing. Okay, okay. In my Xenon costume. Fire. I was walking down the street after work in my Xenon costume, and I legit saw a group of people look at me, turn to their friends, look at me again, and then laugh. <laughs> and I don't know if it was, <laughs> I don't know if it was like a good laugh, like, OMG, like, I totally know what she is, it's awesome, or if they were just laughing at me. Wait, were they that. in costumes? No. Oh, so they were probably like, look at this dweeb. Well, I was also I was I was also walking with my coworkers who were not dressed up. Oh, that's definitely what it is. They, so. they definitely, they definitely, they definitely were probably like thinking, like saying to themselves, "Oh, I wonder who's gonna walk around in costumes." <laughs> then, then they see you. <laughs> but it's Halloween. Um. Yeah, there were other people walking around. I saw a bunch of nuns at the store that were not actually nuns. And people were dressed up. It's it's gotta be rough being a nun on Halloween. Oh, I know, right? (laughs) Like a real nun? It's gotta suck. Well, probably not, like, out and about. Also, I don't think... Speaking of nuns, I mean to cut you off, but I was thinking about it, like... Are are people nowadays still thinking about being nuns, or is, is the nun are nuns like kind of just done? Like, is that are, are the old the ones that are, that are currently alive just still the last ones? Have so, you ever been a young nun? That has stressed me out. That used to stress me out when I was in Catholic like Catholic school, or mm-hmm. more so elementary school. I would I would think about that a lot. Like, oh my god, is there a shortage of nuns? Like, um. Should am I being called to becoming a nun? Do I need to do this for you know my, my <laughs> Lord <culture>. and Savior? <laughs> but I I don't know. It would like stress me out because I'd feel this guilt that like I should become a nun because there's not enough out there. Like I should show my devotion to Jesus by becoming a nun because no one else will do it. And I felt so bad because I don't want to. <laughs> I definitely didn't want to be a nun. Damn. Now I'm I'm really serious about because I, I I know that there's still a lot of like young priests and pastors, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that. But like, you don't hear about nuns like that. Well, they don't, don't really about talk nuns. about nuns. Mm-hmm. I used to live next door to a nun back in New Jersey. Right? Really? She was uh, the principal of the Catholic school that I went to for a year. And, like, um, I just remember her, her name was Sister Joanne. And she was really small. Like, really, really small and old. Mm-hmm. And I remember back then, I even asked her, like, why? Like, not why did you become a nun, but, like, how how did you become a nun? She said that she, you know, had to, had to make a decision to devote her life. And then I'm thinking to myself, nowadays, with how wild people are, right, with this internet culture the way that it is, can't you just sign up somewhere online to be a nun? Uh, Take some online courses. <laughs> I don't think you need to be, you become like certified necessarily, but I think that according to the movie Sister Act Two, 
Wasn't there a young nun and she like dressed differently than the other nuns? So maybe she didn't reach like that level yet. So there is, I think, a leveling oh, up. So it's like it's like karate. You can't be a black belt until yeah. you actually like put the put in the work. You know? What yeah, because I mean? she didn't have the same like same outfit as gotcha, the other nuns. Okay. Remember? So she's Remember? a white belt. She's a white belt. Yeah, gotcha. she didn't have like the cloak or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. And her and her her bangs, her bangs showed through. She didn't oh. have that like. The box around her face. <laughs> I'm a bad Catholic. Well, I'm actually. I'm not the Catholic other thing is like, I, I, and this is like me with genuine curiosity when I ask this, right? But like, to be a nun, you have to be a virgin, right? Um, I feel like maybe there are some nuns where like. They had, you know, a past, right? Maybe that uh-huh. includes not being a virgin. And then they decide, I don't want that life anymore. I want to devote my life to God. And so then okay. they give all that stuff up. I think that's, you know, considering this assumed nun shortage, they'll take anyone they can get. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, cool. There's there's a whole I have like thirty more nun questions, but we could keep going. <laughs> you going? I could talk about nuns for like forever. Okay. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Like, <laughs> what's up with what's up with nuns? You know. I yeah. Um, I I have questions <laughs> too. Um, but let's not make the whole episode about nuns. Um, I just wanted to make sure I don't have anything else. Oh, we did try to give candy out for Halloween, um, but no one came to our house, so that was kind of sad. I'm telling you, Halloween culture's dead. That shit is dead. Well, like, we saw I'm, people I'm, trick-or-treating I'm, in our neighborhood. Oh, okay. They just didn't come to our house, which is fine because... I mean, did you have, like, decorations outside no. or lights outside? Oh, well, that's no. probably why. They probably they probably saw your house and was like, oh, this doesn't look like a house that... That's and it's all the way. Candy. Yeah, it's also it's also like at the end of the street, across uh-huh. from the Arby's. No one wants to walk all the way to our house, and yeah. risk not getting any candy. You know. So yeah, that was my right, right, that was right. my Halloween, and then other than that, you know, just like four five four hours of improv every Saturday, which is a lot, mm-hmm. and then more improv. From improv photo shoot today. Mm-hmm. Oh, so when when can we see those photo shoot the photo shoot pictures? Um, probably very soon because I need to use it to promote the shows, which are actually starting on Saturday, next Saturday. So mm-hmm. it'll probably be out soon. Actually, I don't know when I'm going to be performing because I'm on the swing cast. So. You know, gotta break some knees first. I'm just kidding. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I'm actually more like in the mindset that I need to practice more first because the people that are on my team have been doing this for a while. So I'm I'm totally okay with just like taking a backseat, just going to rehearsals for now, and like me performing later on in the year. Mm-hmm. You know what costume I did see a lot of? What? Joker. <gasps> wow. Good job. See? Whoa. Yeah, I, I held oh that one in. Oh, my 
I helped that one in. Yeah. Looks like we're transitioning, people. Let's talk about Joker. I told you, Kat. I told you it was really good. You did a good job, Wilson. You did it a was good really job. good. I, I, am I oh, I thought you were talking Joker about the my transition. Top, my top list? I thought you were no, still no, talking no. about your transition. No, 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 the transition, the transition. Um, the, like I, I told you that it was, it's a top tier movie. Like nothing, like nothing we've ever seen before. It doesn't feel like a comic book movie. Nope. You know, it does not feel like a comic book movie. Um, to give a quick overview before I get into my my tin foil hat bag. You know what I mean? Like, um. It's about a movie. It's a movie about a man named Arthur, right? Who was a... He worked as a clown for a living. Mm -hmm. That was his job, to be a clown. And go promote businesses. He gets paid by this agency, a clown agency, Mm -hmm. basically. Right? Um, But he had dreams of becoming a stand-up comedian. Sorry, that was a motorcycle outside. Yes, he he had, you know, this vision of being a stand-up comedian. Um, throughout the first, maybe, first hour of the movie, you got to look at how the different aspects of his life was just fucked up. He was bullied at work. His mom was, like, delusional. You know what I mean? He um, ended up losing his job. Um, and he was going down this, like, this... This slope of just negativity. You know yeah. what I mean? And the whole city was just very impoverished. And yeah. just getting worse they, and worse with trash just building up everywhere. So every every time every time you heard like a news clip or you saw something on the TV about the city, it was getting worse. It started with like the 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 trash strike. So like people weren't picking up trash, so people were throwing trash in the street as a way of protest. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, then they started up with these like mutant rats, like these rats that were like they they um, it was like they were they were they were making people sick, the rats. Mm-hmm. And then like you know it went from that to like uh, you know every every time it was just worse and worse. Like the police not doing anything about it, and it was just worse and worse. So it just kind of reminded you that like as he was getting mentally worse, so was the city. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it was just it was just a deterioration of like everything. Yeah. Um. So, the, the what really caught on to me though is, like, it, I guess the the climax before things got really like really real was, you know, that scene that everybody keeps talking about with those stairs, right? So like, it shows him towards the beginning of the movie going up the stairs all sad like limping up the stairs because he just got beat up you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and when he becomes basically his full character that's what they show him going down the stairs all happy and dancing and shit like that they just ran away from the cops um right before he gets hit by a car you know what i mean um so let me ask you cat what what did you take out of, like, like the ending of the film? Like, how, how did you feel about the ending of the film? So the ending of the movie was him standing on the car, right? And everyone cheering for him? Yeah. No, that was, the ending of the movie was him in the, 
in the mental hospital. Oh, you're right. Okay, so, um, so I want to make sure we're on the same page. He killed that lady, right, to escape or try to escape the psychiatrist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, on one hand, like I was. I was a little surprised that he killed the psychiatrist because it seemed like at that point he was only killing people who he, like, was, he had a vendetta against. But I guess at the, at, at once he was there, he was just kind of like, he didn't care anymore. He would kill anyone mm-hmm. just to, like, get free. So, and then the scene where he's, like, running, um, like from one end to the other end of the hospital, it was kind of yeah. like comedic in a way. I'm like, this seems kind of like a cartoon, okay. which is interesting because that's, that's, that's important. Because it, it seemed like it was um, different from the to- like the tone of the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the psychi- him killing the psychiatrist was like it stood out because. At the, he only killed people like the bully at um at his clown agency. He killed um those three guys, those three Wall Street guys, and then he killed the TV host. Those were all people mm-hmm. that he saw as really evil, horrible people. But the psychiatrist wasn't necessarily like a bad person, you know. So what if what if I told you that the end to me the ending proved that none of it was real. That nothing, nothing, up to that point was real. That happened. So there's three things, three, three, three major, major points, right? Mm-hmm. One is the hospital walls. When he in that end scene, when you see like the bloody footprints and him walking away, the walls were white. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The walls were white. Earlier in the movie, when he went to go to the mental the mental hospital to look at um, to find his mom's uh, medical history, mm-hmm. right? The walls were like these dirty yellow, like yeah. deteriorated looking. Shit. The same exact hallway that he that he walked through was like all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's one. Two. They already showed earlier in the movie that he was delusional in thinking that he was in that show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, and like, he really wasn't there. And, like, he had this whole idea um, about what what people... Like, he had an idea of what people would react to him in his comedy. And that really wasn't what it was. Right? Mm-hmm. That's two. Three, his psychiatrist, right, was also the same as his... Like, in the mental hospital was the same as the one outside of the mental hospital. And she said that they weren't funding it anymore. Wait, are you sure that that was was. the same lady? It was, yeah. It was. Then I need to Google this. (laughs) And then the, I guess the fourth, to me, the biggest, the biggest point of it all, right, is, um... The, the the difference in his laughs, right? There was the the actual nervous laugh, there was the fake laugh, and there was the laugh of him when he killed somebody, like the joy, like a joy laugh. Mm-hmm. 
and um, it just it, like he at the the end he just didn't seem like uh, it seemed like he was he enjoyed killing killing her basically not like he was nervous like he was the other times that he killed I'm trying to figure this out because <laughs> I um it would explain so I it might be true but I don't like that <laughs> I don't like that take because personally one of the reasons why I love Joker was because I am a big fan of substantial um, backstories and reasons mm-hmm. for someone becomes the way that they are. And I really See enjoyed that. it because that explained why the Joker became who he was. That's tough with that's tough with Joker because Joker doesn't have a backstory. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have mm-hmm. one backstory. Like like it's it's tough. It's tough for that because there's been multiple jokers and they've had different backstories and this movie it did a whole different backstory that wasn't done before you know what i'm saying um so it's it's that's that's a little difficult to me for me like for me to accept an actual backstory it would it would be difficult you know but at the same time it could be wrong I could be wrong. I'm on IMDb right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Sharon Washington plays the social worker in the beginning of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, Joker psychiatrist. I'm gonna do some googling. Um, so do you think <laughs> there is a part where? Um, the Joker says he's asked about his ma- his makeup right before going into onto the show on mm-hmm. set, and um, the host Rob- Robert De Niro is like, "Is this a political statement?" And the Joker is like, "I'm not political." Mm-hmm. Which I thought was interesting because yeah, I wouldn't necessarily characterize Joker in general as being a political character. But the way the movie is set up, it does seem like there are, like he might not, under, he might not see it that way. But the fact that he's critical of the super rich people and how it affects all the other people who aren't rich and how the rich don't care about any of the poor people, I think that in itself is a political statement. Yeah. See, that's that's the thing about the Joker's character in general. Like he's like. In a lot of ways, Joker is an anti-hero. You know what I mean? Like, he... he, His actions were as fucked up as they are. They are for the the good of his group of people. You know what I'm saying? That's how it was in the comics. In the comics, there was a, there's an iteration of Joker where his whole... The Joker gang are full of homeless kids, right? They, that didn't have a home. He fathered them. He fed them. He... Uh, made them into his gang and they were they were attacking orphanages that were like abusing kids mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but like they were like they were like blowing up the buildings though you know what i'm saying so it was like a fucked up way to do it but it was like damn he kind of has a good reason to do it you know 
Yeah. And you know the the Joker movie um it definitely makes me less sympathetic to Batman. Is this the most that they've ever gone into um what uh Bruce Wayne's parents were like or specifically his dad? Yeah, but that also was it's not it's not canon. Like you know what I mean? Mm. It's not it's its own it's its own story of Thomas Wayne because in the comics Thomas Wayne actually was the complete opposite of that. You know what I mean? Like he had like a history of actually giving money to the community. He, you know what I mean? Things like that. He was like against the uh the government, you know, and shit like that. Yeah. But so that was like just like a different that's just a different angle of the of the story of Batman. They made that Bruce's Bruce Wayne's dad like a really horrible person, which you know honestly, mm-hmm. like I would find more believable. Yeah, because you don't think about rich people being actually good. Yeah, like that kind of rich, that kind of rich. I you do know I mean? also like how they tied in like um, how they tied in be all the chaos that was that the Joker inspired with Batman with Bruce Wayne's parents uh getting killed, getting murdered. Yeah, that's that that is how you connect Bruce Wayne and the Joker though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're they're like forever connected because of that. So that's cool. If they ever decide to make a sequel, which I don't think they will, but if they ever decide to make a sequel, they have they have seeds, you know what I mean, good seeds for a sequel. I don't think they will though. I think that this is like a one and done movie. Yeah, I think it's a good I think that's story, how good origin. I think take. that's how it should be. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if they made another one, but like I don't think they will. Okay, so. While I agree with you that the mental hospital did seem different between the ending and when he first visited it, um, the the psychiatrist and the social worker are played by two different people. Gotcha. <laughs> Confirmed. This whole time, Cat was just I was, it. I was, yep. Yep. Yeah, social worker was played by Sharon Washington and the psychiatrist was played by April Grace. So... Mm-hmm. But it is, but, um, so maybe the difference in the walls is just a stylist, stylistic thing. I don't know. I'll have to watch it again. It's a mm-hmm. movie I definitely want to rewatch. And you know what else? He had dreams of, um, he also, he really liked comedy and like showing himself as a comedian, but he was also a great dancer. And I feel like he was frustrated that people didn't. <laughs> That people didn't recognize that he was such a great dancer. Yeah, right, right. Um, Man of many, many talents. Did you think that uh, the woman that he was dating was was real at any point, or was not real, but nah. was actually like any of it was real? I have, I have to go back to actually watch mm-hmm. it, right? But I don't think I saw anybody interacting with her. Well, she was a real person. It's just that um, she didn't. He made. He was delusional about like the interactions with each other and like all their dates and stuff. But she was actually a person Mm -hmm. who lived down the hall. Because he goes into 
he Arthur goes into her apartment and then towards the end of the movie and she's like she comes out of her daughter's room and it's like oh my god um you're Arthur right can you please leave and obviously um revealing that like they had not been having an intimate relationship Mm-hmm. So, I knew from the get-go that there's no way that this woman would be attracted to Arthur. <laughs> I was like, this isn't Damn. real. I don't know if this is a figment of his... Try my man, Joaquin. I was like, this is either a figment of his imagination or um, she doesn't exist at all. So, mm-hmm. and that's right. Well, I, I, I didn't... I didn't expect her to actually be a real person, um, but I did expect all of like their experiences to basically made, be made up in his head. Especially when he mm-hmm. was wearing all that face makeup and started making out with her. I'm like, no, what happened? Ugh. Right, 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 right. But, um, yeah, he was very sad. A very sad, very, very sad, sad man. clown. And you know who else is sad? Our favorite sad mm-hmm. horse. Bojack Horseman. Man, oh man, cat. There's, a, <laughs> there's this season has give is giving me like an emotional roller coaster. I'm not gonna lie. So it, it hits it hits right here. Why does it hit it you hits. right there? Um it's very relatable. What do you mean it's very relatable? It's, it's very relatable. Like, there's a lot of things in that show in general that, like, I don't know if maybe there's just, like, a lot of, a lot of like, maybe sadness in the past that I went through that it just hits. You know what I mean? But, like, it's like, damn. Like, that, that hurt. <laughs> that hurt. Like, for example. You've never been to rehab. I'm... No, 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 no. I, I'm, like, it's not about the moments. It's about things that are said and the build up to that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna jump around here because like I don't, I don't remember the order of things. You know what I'm saying? But like, when Mr. Peanut Butter finally got to uh, hang out with BoJack, right? And uh, and do the do the fake crossover mm-hmm. episode. How he just started mm-hmm. crying. Like, it was like, damn. He literally waited so long for Bojack to accept this. You know what I mean? And all he can do now that he finally got it is yeah. cry. Is cry. It was like, damn. I felt that. <laughs> I felt that shit. Yeah, that was um, a touching moment. And, and like, with... um. With Diane and like how, yeah, I, I really feel bad for Diane's character. I feel bad for her character because her character reminds me a lot of a lot of people that I know that settle that settle for things, not just people, but things, just situations, because they can't really find what really what really needs to fill that gap yeah. in their life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's just that sums up Diane like. She just has to continuously settle for things, people, or jobs, or situations because she's she has a void in her life that she can't fill, you know. Um, 
I feel yeah, I feel bad yeah, for her because she thinks she knows what she wants, and then and then uh, like she's doing this great job where she it's like meaningful work, but then it still doesn't bring her the happiness that she wants. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And you, all right, so I'm a big fan of Dexter, uh-huh. right? And I always said, like, the perfect ending for Dexter, the perfect ending that should have happened for Dexter is either he goes to jail or he dies. Yeah. Right? Because somebody that that does bad for so long doesn't deserve a happy Mm. ending. And I don't think, I think that I I feel the same way about Bojack. So let's talk about this last. Bojack doesn't deserve a happy ending. Let's talk about that last episode (laughs) because before watching that last episode, I would have disagreed with you thinking like, look, Bojack has finally come around. He's going, he's committed to becoming a good person. He like is learning how to forgive himself, blah, blah, blah. But then I watched the last episode where basically it shows all the people that he has affected and, and how the negative impact that it's had on their lives. And it just like, it reminds you that like, oh my God, yeah. All the stuff that he did over those years have consequences for other people. And he, like, scarred yeah. the lives of other people. The continuity of the show is right. crazy. Yeah, the con- continuity and is And so, crazy. like, yeah, maybe he's, like, he's found peace. But what about all these other people that he's kind of, like, fucked over? They still have to live with what Bojack did to them. And now Hollyhock is going to find out that Bojack is, like, huge creepo. <laughs> um, yeah, and the only person, the only person that still accepts Bojack is Holly yeah. Hawk. But how much? I can't. I have to rewatch. How much does she know about like his piece of shitness? Like she knew that he was pretty terrible. Also, right? The only thing that she knew, the only thing that she knew was that he was a piece of shit to his mom. Right, he was a piece of shit to his mom, and that he was an alcoholic drug user. That's okay. It. Yeah. Because he kept her away from all the other stuff. Yeah. And so while I was watching the, the scene where they're at the party, I'm like, this guy's like voice sounds really familiar. But I'm like, no, it's not that same guy from New Mexico. And then he started telling the story. I'm like, oh, my God, that's right. He would be like in college. Yeah, when he started telling the story, I paused it. I was like, no. I know, like the <laughs> no. chances of going to New York going to that one party, talking to that one person. That one horse. That one horse. He ends up being the half-sister of the person who, like, peer pressured you into drinking bourbon and then abandoning you at the hospital. (laughs) And I don't even think Mm -hmm. that kid knows about... knows about what happened to... um, What's her name? No, I don't... But I don't, but I think that that's going to open Hollyhock to, like, living into yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, but, like, how how will Bojack, like, pay for all that stuff? Well, he, could he go to jail for what happened to um, Sarah Lynn? So, also, can you refresh me? He, can he you could. refresh me on what happened to Sarah Lynn? Because I think, yeah. So, what happened, what happened with Sarah Lynn was Bojack was depressed because uh diane turned on him todd turned on him you know what i mean he felt like everybody was turning on him 
And he wanted to go on a bender, so he reached out to Sarah Lynn, who had just finished 30 days mm-hmm. on rehab, right? Or 30 days sober, might be about 30 days sober. And, uh, yeah, they went on... That episode was just, like, a huge bender. And she ended up dying in his arms, basically. But he would go... He would get... go. He can go to jail for taking somebody that was sober and has a history and basically making them especially if he bought the drugs he can go to jail for that you know what I mean yeah for sure wow oh my god he's gonna go to jail and then he lied to the cops oh. they, like they showed that scene where like like he wasn't there you know what I mean he acted like he wasn't there yeah or whatever. yeah oh no he's gonna go to jail yeah, it could be. It could be. I don't. I don't know why. It just like, it's hard for me to see a character like BoJack who you can sympathize for, right? For a lot of the shit that he's done, but then like you really think about it, it's just like, damn, it's still his fault. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? Think, At the end of the day, it's still his fault. I think like, I think what makes me feel like a little sympathy is that he's now realizing and accepting and trying to be a better person. You know, like he's finally like, mm-hmm. um, has made that realization that like, uh, he needs to take responsibility and be a better person. But, you know, just, is it fair that he gets to now like live his life and enjoy it, um, without actually like, coming forth and, like, admitting to everything that he's done. But I think he started to do that, like, apologizing, but that might not be enough, really. Yeah. Like I said, it's just a parallel to Dexter to Mm. me. You know what I mean? Dexter did a lot of bad shit in that last season. He was making amends with everybody, Mm -hmm. trying his best not to kill, and then... It should have ended with him dying or going to jail. Not that. Did he end up being like a lumberjack or something? Yeah, and somewhere in Seattle or some shit. I don't even know. It's such a stupid ending. It's like still gets me so bad. So when does the new season of BoJack come on? The rest of the season comes out in January, so we gotta wait. That's not terrible though. At least it's not like a whole year. Yeah. Um, what do you think about uh, the like the angle that they're taking with Todd, like the whole thing about his his family and how he still doesn't have his shit together? But like, um, so that's kind of so, weird. I didn't um, expect that. I maybe I just need to rewatch it. But the part about how like he doesn't have a good relationship with his parents seemed really new. Like I didn't. I, it it seemed really random. Yeah, it's because we didn't know his background. You know what I mean? We didn't know anything about him. His oh, background. okay. So like you didn't know, like they didn't really mention that at all during any of the other seasons. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like I said earlier during the Joker, like I really appreciate backstories, and that put a little bit more yeah. context around him. Um, but it did seem like it seemed really late. In the series to talk about that stuff. Well, it was sort of like a lingering question. Like, how, why is he homeless? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
Like, why is he homeless? So I, I get why they did it, but you're right. It did take too long to do yeah. it. Also, sorry for uh, the siren so let me ask in the you. background for anyone who's listening no, good, in the good. car. What what uh um what do you think is gonna happen with Diane? Like, what, what do you think her outcome is? Well, it seems like she has a pretty good relationship going with that. Is he a, a buffalo or like an ox or something? Yeah. Um, and he seems like someone who really cares about her. And she's taking her pills, as seen as in her weight gain. <laughs> um, and I... So I think she is um, moving in the right direction, and she's actually realizing she can be happy that way. So, but we'll see, because I feel like that's kind of a pattern with her, so... <laughs> And, you know, honestly, mm-hmm. it's probably a good thing that she's not living near Bojack now. Yeah. What about Mr. Peanut Butter and his little open relationship <laughs> setup? Well, that he got? I'm glad that he finally was honest with her. And I think they're going to live happily ever after because after she slept with, what, 31 guys, she's realized, like, I think it's fair at this point. <laughs> like, all right. Mr. Pan better slept with Diane a couple times. She's on her. And so, um, but what's that pug's name? But she's, you know, she's, I think she's about even now after sleeping with 31 guys. So, and at this point. Can't tell if you're being sarcastic. No, no, at this point, they like have realized that all they really want is each other. So I think, I think they're going to live happily ever after. I mean, listen, Mr. Peanut Butter is a better, a better dog than me. I mean, he's he's very he's a better person than a lot of people. I don't know if I would be okay with my significant other sleeping with thirty one. Well, other, no, I'm not. Dogs. I'm not really people. condoning that, but it just she still is like it's all I want is you after all that. <laughs> but I think they're gonna be fine. Like, they're the perfect match for each other. Yeah. I don't know why. Something still tells me that she's going to end up with Diane. Oh, no. They're so wrong for each other. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's just... It's just... He just seems like he's going through this emotional... Mr. Mm. Peanut Butter? It feels like he's, like, going through this emotional shit right now. So, I I don't know why. I I feel feel like you're projecting because his... His fiance or whatever has slept with that many guys, and you wouldn't, you personally would not be okay with that. Well, like most people, I think you're projecting. Like anybody with sensibility. I think you're projecting those emotion, that emotional shit. Cause, yeah, maybe. Cause it's, maybe maybe I'm a sad dog maybe. too. But, um, and uh, the kid, the cat. What's her name? <laughs> Um, she's she actually enjoys her baby now and i'm really happy i'm really happy for her former assistant um things are looking up for like everyone except for bojack that episode with the assistants was so good it was so good because of how how parallel how parallel it is with there actually not many people know this if you're not like if you're not in the know, you know this, but there actually is like 
an assistant strike mm-hmm. going on <laughs> on the low. You know what I mean? It's like it's not like publicized like that, and it's so parallel to what's actually happening. It's so good. Like I know a lot of like people that are that are that feel look really stupid without the really? assistance. So like, yeah, it's it's so good. Such a good episode. I just had to say that. How many platinos do you give this season so far? Um, I think the beginning was a little. Well, was a little slow. Maybe actually no, it was like the it's a whole scene with like the the daughter, oh, not the daughter, the um, the girl who was trying to escape rehab. Like I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. get on with it. Um, I didn't enjoy that scene. No, I guess it's all important. Let me give it eight. Let me give it eight. Yeah, give it yeah. an eight also. Yeah. Give it an eight also. Well, how many platinos do you give Joker? Ten. Yeah, that's good. Joker's good. If it it's if the actual message is that it's all made up, I'm gonna give it like a two. <laughs> You're not gonna give it a two. But Shut no, up. it was oh my god, it was a ten. It, all right, so if it was all made up, you would give it a two? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like theories like that where it's oh, it was all fake. Yeah, are you being that harsh over that? I don't even though you enjoyed the movie, I don't. I don't like <laughs> theories where it's where you know it was all a dream, blah blah blah. It was all in his. But it head. wasn't a dream. It was just part of his mental psych. And now, I, now I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole about fan theories and stuff. I need to. I need to get back to my yarn, Wilson. Don't distract me <laughs> with these theories. <laughs> um. Shall we? Shall all we right. move into? I kind of don't want to do my cringe anymore. You don't want to do your cringe? I'm all sad now. Not cringe. Too many tantrum. My bad. Mm. I thought about a new tantrum, uh, new tantrum, but I think maybe I'm projecting. So instead of making it a tantrum, um, <laughs> do you think that artists can sometimes take themselves too seriously. I do. I all do. right, that was my rant. I was gonna be on, on on all on all spectrums, whether it's media art, whether it's yeah. like music art. You know what I mean? I feel like they could any any kind of artist can take themselves too seriously. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if I was projecting or not, but I'm I'm just gonna actually talk about what I was gonna rant. If I'm not actually gonna rant, but um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think like. Artists need to just loosen up, especially like the people. I mean, this is probably something that's common around wherever, but um, just the artists around like local areas, like, come on, you don't have to be serious all the time. Why so serious? <laughs> As a Joker would say. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I can't like be weird um, or like make jokes. Like I'll make a joke and people will just like not react they'll just look at me and move on like sorry i thought it was, i thought it was funny but everyone's just wrapped in like well like m- their art whatever it is if it's music or or painting or photography or whatever it's like come on don't take mm-hmm. yourself so seriously word Feel that. I, it wasn't feel enough that. for a rant, but it was just an observation. But I wasn't sure if it was just me projecting because I feel awkward most of the time whenever I'm around 
are the other artists. Yeah, and I feel that. Like, I, I think just, like, being an artist is so tough. It's, like, tough. When I say tough, it's, like, tough on yourself. You know what I mean? Because, like, you probably have a lot of expectations mentally yeah. that you put on yourself. Like, nobody puts the expectations on you. It's you putting it on yourself. Yeah, that's true. Why don't you want to be, why don't you want to rant anymore? Because, man, talking about the movie and the, and the show got me all sad. I'm not even mad anymore. Okay. Let's move into our cringe. You have two cringe moments. Cringe moment of the week. We do. Um, so, yes, a double feature. Again, two episodes in a row. We have two cringe moments. So the first one, what do you want? Which one do you want to do first, Wilson? Oh, we could do the lady in the car. Okay. Um. Kid. So we have no, we have no context for this. We just saw this clip on Twitter. We don't know what's going on. We don't know why this lady's so mad. Why she won't calm down. Um. But she is not. She is not happy, and she is confronting the people that told her to calm down. And here's the clip. It's okay, I'm sorry. He it's apologized. My, it's, my, it's, it's my fault. He apologized. Yeah, I know. It's and my... you know what? It, that didn't upset me. But yeah. the bitch ass hoe sorry. that told I'm me just... to calm down? What I'd like you to do is apologize instead of being a bitch. You're calling me sorry, but you're calling me a bitch. So oh, set, an, set an example. I'm sorry. My kids can't hear me calling you a bitch. Your window's open. They can't hear me because they're listening to kids bop. It's it's worth noting that in the video, the hand motion she did <laughs> matched the words. Um, <laughs> let's see if I can words. accurately um, describe the motion. So take your hand, mm-hmm. your the take your hand as if you're giving a high five to someone, and then just bend the your four your four fingers, bend them down, and then repeat that motion with every beat of the sentence. <laughs> Yeah. You know, the, the funny thing is, I actually know people that talk like oh, that. Oh, really? Are you friends with yeah, them? Yeah, it's pretty sad. No, 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 no. My favorite part of that whole video uh, was where she was saying, my kids can't hear me calling you a bitch-ass hoe because they're listening to kids, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just need, I need more, I need to know what was going on. And I'm so glad to whoever... Yeah, we, we, we need... We need content. And I'm glad that I'm thankful for the person that recorded it. Even though they were getting called a bitch-ass hoe, they still managed to record that that ordeal. Thank you. Right. Shout out to you. Real MVP. Yeah. Next one is AOC um, versus Mark Zuckerberg. Taken down. Just brutal. And Mark Zuckerberg was just a deer in headlights. He's creepy. Yeah, well, here's the here's the clip. This woman, I don't I don't know that often. You don't know. This was the largest data scandal with respect to your company that had catastrophic impacts on the 2016 election. You don't you don't know. Can I can I say something that might be out of pocket just so I could get oh, it no. out the what way? Are you gonna say? <laughs> just just so I could get it out the way. Remember one time, like it was like maybe 15 episodes ago, uh, we put a clip for a cringe moment. 
about uh, Kim Kardashian yelling at her sister. Yeah. If you had a business, you would know what it takes to run a business, but you don't. Right. You remember You remember when we put that cringe moment up? Oh, my remember God. I know what you're going to say. That I, said? <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Remember when I said that sometimes when, like, when, like, a girl is yelling that, like, she, I'm so attracted to that and, like, is, is hot and, like, you know, Kim Kardashian is one of those, one of those women. Mm-hmm. Remember when I said that? Specifically when she's really pissed off and yelling at someone. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way about AOC. I'm not going to lie. Like, I kind of want her to talk to me like that. <laughs> like you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, just talk to me like I'm stupid, oh AOC. I'm down. Well, I do have to applaud her. That was, that was amazing. Um, I wish I wish I could take someone down like that. Um, one of my favorite tweets with that video was, this exact moment is when Scorpio season started. <laughs> She is I don't know. I, I don't no, I mean, I, she might be. I don't you know, but you know what they say about Scorpios? They're like. Oh, okay, okay. You know. Gotcha. No, but, um, <clears throat> you know, we make a lot of jokes and shit, but like the stuff, like Mark Zuckerberg, I'm, I'm bold prediction. Bold prediction now. By the end of 2020, we're going to find out some wild shit about that man. A wild shit, some wild like shit about Like incriminating? Him. Things have been a little. Stuff? Yeah, like, like incriminating shit. Like, I don't know what it is, but like things have been, he's been, he's been cleaning up like his image. They're trying to clean up his image and, and like putting like all these lawyers around him a lot lately to the point where I feel like he's protecting something. By, by, by this time next year, I feel something's going to happen. All right. I believe you. I think, I think something's going to come out. So Something's up. Something's up for sure. Something is up. Ooh, wow. Can't wait for 2020, you know. Uh, Bojack is gonna end. Mark Zuckerberg's gonna get ended. <laughs> so much. Um, but uh, yo, actually, I just realized mm-hmm. something. We didn't get to talk about it. I don't even. I don't even know if I want to talk about it anymore. I said last episode that I wanted to talk about Jeff Bezos, but like. I, I didn't even like we didn't even talk about it on the pre on the pre call. We should have an episode where we just uh, talk about billionaires and how they're the worst. We can do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, or might be putting out a playlist yeah. this week. Did you add your Maybe. songs already? Yeah. I told you oh. Okay. Yeah, I have my songs. Have that literally just put it on the playlist. So it'll come out this week. New playlist, hot jams, yeah. followed um, by our hot takes. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I have, I want to do like end of the year stuff. There's like an end of a decade mm. stuff. I guess we could talk about that. Upcoming. Later. <laughs> yeah, upcoming shit. Um, but yeah, you can find me on all socials. At WZ Happy. And you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Catlin Design. And TikTok now. Alright, see you guys next week. And TikTok. Oh, and TikTok yep. now. Just one video though. Skitty. See you on TikTok. <laughs>